Midnight Breakfast Cafe presents the new series, Brunch of Thrones, where several pals discuss their weekly thoughts on the show, The Game of Thrones. Today it's Natalie and Tracy. Yes. The first episode of season seven of Game of Thrones is called Dragonstone. Yes. Is that right? That's right. Okay. And we're going to assume that you watched the episode and you know the plot because I wanted to talk about... Wait, spoilers. Spoilers for sure. If you're still listening after this and you've ignored the spoilers. Yes. Onward. Okay. <laughs> so today I wanted to talk about the bad politics. Um, the first instance is when Sansa like argues with her brother in front of oh, everybody. Yeah. And then I was like, you've been like... In the Game of Thrones, and you've like seen Cersei, and you've seen the little finger, and you know this totally undermines him and makes you look, you know, jealous. Yeah, it sows the seeds of discontent when you show the siblings in charge do not agree with each other publicly. But I suppose that she's right that, you know, maybe he ought to listen to her from time to time, but I just think they ought to discuss it in private. You know, like you don't yeah, want to argue in front of your kids. You don't want to be seen disagreeing in front of your people. And then it's also like, why didn't they, you know, he was like the head of the Night's Watch. Like, didn't he know that you have a meeting before these things? So you're all on the same page. <laughs> Maybe they didn't have the meeting. Maybe they're all too new at this. And Sansa's never had any kind of power that was not shitty power. So Also, I was like, you know, like, they have, like, a very brief feminist moment where the guy's like, I wouldn't let my daughter hold a spear. Yeah. And then Liana says one thing, and he's like, feminist converted. Yeah, my hero. She's just the best character on the show at this point. Like, I, I know there are larger characters, but she's the best character. She's just, yeah. she says what I'm feeling all the time, and she looks badass while she does it. And I hope she does ride into battle. And I hope she doesn't get killed. But if she did, I think she would have wanted it that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then, like, it's kind of like, you know, feminist feminism is easy. <laughs> unless it's your sister. Yeah. And also, we never get to hear her idea. Like, I was like, <laughs> I want to hear what your idea was. Like, because maybe it was good, but maybe it was terrible. And we should just not listen to you in the future. Yeah. I thought, I don't know what I thought. I, I don't have as strong a handle on the politics of these situations as you do. I'm really in it for some character hijinks. I don't know. Like, my, my favorite part, I think, of the episode was just having the best library in the world, like, Game of Thrones eyes. Like, they show it to you, and they're like, imagine a Harry Potter world version of this library. It'd probably be full of, like, chocolates and flying cats and, like, a bunch of really fluffy, cozy things. But you know what this one's full of? is latrines and old people and just endless, endless disgusting chores. So... I loved that montage. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, you know what's not cozy? A library in Westeros. Nothing is cozy in Westeros. We don't know what you thought it was going to be like for Sam here, but it's not going to be any Harry Potter flying owls montage. It's just a real shitty world. (laughs) Well, I like how they do the montage of him emptying the the bedpans, and the bedpans look really much like the slop... The bowls that they put the slop in, right? It was very, it was very thematically rich. I thought, <laughs> like the you know, Maester in charge seems to be taking him seriously, 
But then I thought that, you know, he kind of had them on the right page. He should have been like, all right, let's resume this chat tomorrow when you lead me into the restricted, se- the restricted section with your key. But instead he was like, that was a good chat. I'm going to sneak in now. Well, my takeaway from the arc maester was, you know, son, you may be right in that, like, you saw what you saw, but the world ain't gonna end. Your your feelings are valid, but the thinking behind it is deeply flawed. Yeah, I think you're probably right. That's what Sam must have gotten from that, too. I would have been like, let's give it one more smack before we go uh, sneaking around. Yeah, well, uh, we have a shorter season this season, so... Yeah, gotta keep things moving. But I wanted to go back to Sansa and how she's like, Cersei's gonna get us. She hates us. She's gonna get us. She's coming to get us. And then, then like the next scene, it's like Cersei and her map and Jamie, who suddenly become the voice of reason. <laughs> but and then you're kind of like, oh, you know, Sansa, you might be at the bottom of the list right now. Be. You might have like overthought how important you were because. Like, I, I think she would go after Daenerys because I think the person she hates most in the world is probably Tyrion at the moment. Yeah. But, I mean, she's not wrong. On Cersei's list, which is really a lot like Arya's list, she's going to get to all of them. She just, if she has time in her life before she's killed, she's going to get to every single person who's wronged her. And that would certainly include Sansa who I almost repeated the exact nasty words that Cersei used to describe poor sweet Sansa, but I realized we're trying to do a PG podcast, Cersei. Yeah. We don't talk about ladies like that. <laughs> but I think that word cropped up like four or five times, and I was like, oh yeah, it's HBO. Yeah. Oh, you know what we didn't see? I don't think we got a sex scene. No, there wasn't. Which, I mean, maybe they've decided that winter is here. We've got things to worry about that are not naked people. But I think it's not going to be long before, you know, it is winter. Some warming up needs to happen. They're going to get to it. But right now Did we, we have a zombies. body count this. Wow. So it wow. just was like people talking. There was yes. no death and no sex. I'm so proud of you, Game of Thrones. Maybe you're really coming around. It's just Yeah. Well, be... So what they had to do was say the C word like five times. Yeah. Get your money's worth. Uh, so my other favorite scene was maybe when Arya came upon a band of forest hipsters who were <laughs> working on their uh, folk band, who I later found out is real life celebrity. Is that right? Yeah, it's Ed Sheeran, but I don't know if the other people are part of his band or are they actual actors. Yeah, so when I heard that guy's sweet voice, I was like, this is certainly a person who is a celebrity. And I'm really yeah. not familiar with Ed Sheeran, but I know that he is a celebrity. So I thought that Arya just enjoyed a moment of like free concert with guys who were just so sweet by Game of Thrones standards. They were just like, hey, hey, friends, do you want some food of ours? Let us chat with you about our wives and our various uh, working day woes. You know, they never they never came upon her with any sort of mistreatment whatsoever, not even when she confessed her hilarious intent to kill the queen. <laughs> yes. I thought it was hilarious when one of the poor boys, and they're like soldiers, and then he was like, my mother always told me to treat strangers well, and they will treat you well back. And I was like, you are so dead. That probably is it. They set it up as a super sweet moment so that next time they need a couple bodies just lying on the ground, it's going to be like, oh no, Ed Sheeran, what are you doing here? (laughs) It won't be till like season eight or something, because they like... (laughs) 
the hound found the people that like he robbed earlier yeah oh that was another thing did you watch the little promo beforehand like that no. like kind of sets up the episode no i never watched those i think it's the red priest says like you can still help more than you harmed sander mm-hmm. clegane and then i was like but that that's a lot of helping that's a lot of helping yeah i saw an article perhaps on the av club and it was like the secret heart of game of thrones sander clegane it was like, secret heart. Where did you guys get that? I didn't see anything like that in this episode. He maybe sat still and didn't curse too much for one episode, but that is not the heart of the episode. <laughs> oh, Natalie, I believe we've, yeah. we've miscalculated our assertion that there was no body count in this episode, because the very first scene of the show was the slaughter of like an entire room full of dudes by little Arya Stark in disguise as Walter Frey. <laughs> oh, yes. I forgot about that. <laughs> I did, too, and it was a pretty kick-ass scene. But it was just... It was... It just, it's not as impressive as the Cersei scene. I guess not. You know, last season. Yeah. <laughs> where people get blown up. But uh, I'm, I'm glad she got to sort of do a little sting to everybody like you know you guys are so good at your jobs you're so soldiery and handsome that you had to kill a pregnant lady and uh, a bunch of other perfectly normal family members of somebody's not mine because i'm Walter Frey. and then yeah they coughed up blood it's dramatic i don't know about the scene where she like gives a little speech and she's like you should have murdered all of them and then like she, like, murders them, except the women. And I was like, Arya, you didn't follow your own damn advice. Oh. Like, you left a few frays. You left all the women. Like, what is it? Like, what is this double standard? Like, you you thought, like, the women didn't count for some reason? That's a great point. That's a great point. And I think that in Game of Thrones logic, it is only fair that that will be Arya's downfall. Is that she overlooked some scrappy little girl who just got her family murdered and now has a list and a secret face that can look like anybody and this is gonna be how she gets murdered someday in the future when she has basically established herself as i don't know a wolf lady of the forest is what i always assumed would happen to Arya. i don't think so though because when you see cersei later with jamie and they're like oh yeah did you hear about the Frey family do you know who did it i don't know and then they're like no friend of mine Jesus, people phrase like there were like a bunch of people that were still alive and then they're like oh there was like a dark-haired girl and she talked about starks she said the north remember she's probably a stark like that didn't come up or maybe they're like <laughs> we think it's a stark girl and then they're like shh, shh you're a woman like never mind you <laughs> like maybe the little the little fray wife just ran away so that she wouldn't have to deal with any more terrible situations which i mean is unlikely in game of thrones world but i guess she thought that if she went to king's landing with that information it might not end well for her i don't know she maybe appreciated being spared i think in retrospect she will be like that girl could have murdered me too but instead she didn't she pretended some sexism and it worked <laughs> yes Damn, dude. Pretend sexism. It's good. Better than regular style. Saves lives. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know who I'm basically done with is Mr. Littlefinger. Whenever I see him in a room, not sitting in a chair like a normal person, but standing in the back just straight creeping, (laughs) 
I just want to be like, can someone kick him out of the place where he is? And I think that that is basically the angle that Brienne was coming in from. Is, um, why is he still here again? And Sansa's like, we need his armies. And that's a valid point, I suppose, but... Yeah, but she's also, like, being not very nice to him. <sighs> but I think he maybe doesn't care about that. Like, that same... Whatever goes on in his brain that allows him to think that he has a chance with Sansa at this point, it's still ticking. It's always been ticking, and it's mm. still ticking. And that is not a device that can succumb to reason or a logic of any kind. Uh, but I'm so glad that Brienne yeah. is there. Not that I think Sansa necessarily needs somebody looking after her virtue at this point, but Brienne is going to be there to put a stop to any shenanigans from Mr. Littlefinger. Mm-hmm. For now, until she gets sent off on some task. Yeah. I worry for Sansa. What did you think of Euron? I don't like Euron. I just never a have. complete nut job. <laughs> he might end up being kind of an entertaining nut job, but like even from the first moment he was introduced, I was like, this is some bargain barrel Game of Thrones king. It's like, we've seen all this before. He's not bringing anything new to this world. And now he comes in asking for Cersei's hand in marriage, which I think he knew what would happen. He knew that he was going to need to do something more than that. Um, but I guess mm -hmm. I, I can't say that I'm curious to find out what that will be, because it seems like it could only really be like one of two things, and they will be very difficult for him to accomplish. So, What are they? Like, he either needs to bring her, like, Daenerys's head? Daenerys's head, or... a Stark head, I guess John or Sansa would do. Um heads that's what we're looking at oh and also like you know he's like kind of talking about jamie and how like he fought really well and then oh jamie's like you know the people i killed were your family members and then you <laughs> like the place was getting crowded and then i was like jamie didn't you just kill your cousin like two seasons ago they have a very short memory span on the show i think really only like the last season counts anything that happened before that that's like ancient history <laughs> Yeah, but I was like, you know, like, being kind of judgy, Jamie, like, <laughs> you are standing next to Cersei. So what did you think overall of this episode? I thought it was quite a good episode. Um, in general, when a new season of a show starts, I'm so excited to see it back that I don't really judge it very harshly yet, unless it does something really egregiously wrong. But this is just an enjoyable romp with my favorite characters. Except for Tyrion. Where was he except on a boat? Hmm. It's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I felt like the beginning was a little bit overdramatic. Like, um, when Bran gets to the wall and they're like, how do we know you're Bran? And he, like, never answers the question. He's like, winter is coming. Like. <laughs> Maybe it's good enough that he was like, zombies, let me in. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and then another thing, going back to the, I really did not like the Sansa and John scene. Yeah, it seems to and, be sticking in your craw a little bit. Yeah, it's it's really sticking in my craw. And I also think it's like hilarious that like it's a great honor to put people like directly in the line of fire of zombies. Like, let's put them in the closest castle to the wall. That's how we reward people in the north. Yeah. I don't know how I felt about all that. Like, I 
I don't know if I was reading the scene correctly, but I thought I was not supposed to interpret that as, like, necessarily a good thing. I thought it was supposed to be, like, you know, now you do what I tell you kind of scene. Yeah, well, it, it's like, you know, <laughs> who gets the castle that's going to be overrun by zombies? And then should we, like, let it let it stay with the people who've had it forever but, like, have betrayed us? And then yeah. I think, like, you know, they, they should just keep it. They're going to yeah. all die anyway. And then, they like, the it. people who who are manning the castle are like a kid and a a teenage girl and you're like "Mm, maybe they should have put like people with experience there (laughs) yeah like we're training everybody but we're gonna let a five-year-old like have the castle yeah well i don't know things are being mixed up at present it's hard to say how anybody is going to survive this mess at all and also i have to say if winter is here, it is not as bad as I have been led to believe. I can only assume that they are ramping up to true winter because no one, like, froze to death from standing outside, which is sort of the gist I got from the way people were talking about it. <clears throat> Any last thoughts? Brunch of Thrones is the new thing that we will do every week if we feel like it. So, yes, talk to us. Do you like it? How do you like that episode? Who is your favorite character who's going to die soon? And what's our Twitter? Yes, it's the only social media thing that would not let me type out Midnight Breakfast Cafe. So it's NBC Podcast, where we will tweet occasionally. Also, do we need to like record something in the beginning here that says this this episode contains adult content? Or is this pretty self-explanatory because it is Game of Thrones? Okay, I did say spoilers for Game of Thrones, which implies that you have watched Game of Thrones before, and I don't think we say anything in this episode that would offend someone who has watched an entire episode of Game of Thrones. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to this special Brunch of Thrones episode of Midnight Breakfast Cafe. If you enjoyed our episode, please rate, review, like, and or subscribe to us on your preferred podcast app. We are also on Twitter at Podcast. Our blog is midnightbreakfastcafe.wordpress.com. Happy brunch and breakfast, everyone.